Hey, this is Nicole Borgie, host of the 360 Wisdom Speaks podcast, and we're at Potapalooza today, so it has been great. I have been jamming through with some guests and learning all about healing modalities with these guests and how they incorporate that into their business and how they help their clients. And obviously, always my favorite is what was that journey for them? And today I'd like to welcome Dr. Gabe Roberts, who is the co-founder of the Holographic Manipulation Therapy and is a specialist of psychosomatic illnesses, including autoimmune conditions, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, digestive illness, neurological conditions, depression, and a host of mystery conditions that have at their root cause repressed emotions and don't all our emotions work into the, you know, kind of uh, progress in, into some type of disease. Welcome, Dr. Gabe Roberts. Thank you for having me today, Nicole. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, this is awesome. It's it's been a great day, and I'm I'm just kind of running through with some interviews. But there's so much to take in, and always touching the guest and touching the audience. And our audience is absolutely on that same level of wanting to heal and wanting to progress and be in a great, enlightened, holistic wellness stage, right? And how does that happen? So, uh, Doctor Gabe, you know, if you would um, tell the audience basically about what your business does for clients in, in that heartfelt business. So what we do is we work 100% virtually uh, with people all across the globe. And when they contact us, they've usually exhausted other resources uh, and, and many times, including natural medicine, naturopathic medicine, um, functional medicine, which I've done for the, like the last decade, and they still are unable to get complete resolution, or they've plateaued, or they've actually went backwards in their health challenges. So what we do is we go in and we find the emotional component of that, the trauma that um, occurred usually in childhood, about 95% of the cases, 90, 97% of the cases, um, whenever we get to the, the, the dominant reason for why they're having the, the challenge healing, it always goes back to something between the ages of zero to six. So using holographic manipulation therapy, holograms are basically the structural of every, every uh, memory and our five senses work through three-dimensional holograms. Anytime we smell, let's say a flower or a lemon, there's a three-dimensional image that comes up in our mind. And I mean, what I mean by our mind is not just in our brain, but our body mind. And this actually extends, it's part of, but it also extends outside of our body as well. Um, so we actually are able to pinpoint that millisecond of trauma when they had a neurological overwhelm that produced a hologram that's running on an endless loop. We actually go in, we talk to it in a way that the nervous system understands, that the unconscious mind recognizes, and we provide missing frequencies. If there's any safety lessons that need to be addressed, we actually address that as well. And we completely reframe that memory to, to meet that emotional need. And then their body begins to 
basically respond and start to heal and their fight or flight mechanisms calm down. And <clears throat> so that's essentially what we do in a nutshell. You know, that that's, that's really amazing. Um, what you can do and you do this virtually, you know, and, and the, the nowadays, I mean, how amazing is that, that we have the ability to, uh, you know, have a connection one-to-one -one virtually without having to drive somewhere, especially if you're depressed or you're anxious or you're having uh, some type of, you're experiencing uh, some type of repressed trauma. Because the hardest thing sometimes is just to show up to the doctor's office. You know, it, there's so many outs right. for many of us. I, I And I'm speaking personally from myself, right? Uh, you know, I've done this. I know other people who have done this and, and having suffered a lot of mental health issues uh, with my family um, and me being the black sheep to want to heal that and, and to heal that and, and sharing my personal experience. The reason I do that is because I want people to know it's hard to show up. You know, it's it's hard to get in the car. Sometimes it's hard to go over that and address that disease or that moment or that trauma. And that's that's a real um, journey uh, for many, many, many of us. And even my clients, just even working with the shadow work to say, hey, you know what? There's there's something underlining here that needs to be brought up to the surface and not to refeel that pain, but to heal that pain and to know that we're okay. Um, and, and, and releasing and allowing it. And, and the fact that you show the pictures, I, I'm, I'm a visual person. And even meditations, when you're meditating with uh, um, uh, different symbols and signs, and you're actually going into that artwork or that picture, and that's a meditation of itself to see the signs and to see the symbolism and to allow the subconscious. Um, how many times does it take for a patient to to um, transform is that a one and done or is that several episodes? Well, it it depends on the person. Uh, the longest I've ever worked with a client, and it's it's uh, it, it relates exactly to what you're mentioning about being able to leave the home and and how so many people are unable to do that. This was a woman in uh, Colorado who reached out to us. And she was actually unable to leave her house because of uh, panic attacks that were so paralyzing to her. And she had already seen some of the best functional medicine doctors, some colleagues I know that are very good at what they do, um, did the best lab testing available and was on the best nutritional support possible. And it still, she was not able to go on vacations with her family, leave the house without uh, enormous panic overriding her. And she had actually been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and, and many other um, conditions. And I worked with her for about six weeks, um, once per week. And we actually went through and reframed several memories. But the one that really, um, and, and it's, I'm never in charge. What I do is, is go off of some of their goals and we get right to the bottom of why that's not achieved. And it's something that they're never going to consciously know. You mentioned shadow work. Um, 99.994% of our memories and our body is made of 100% memory uh, are below the surface of our, uh, below the threshold of conscious awareness. And so we don't have any clue of why the problem is there, but our conscious mind is great at creating stories and telling us things and, 
and creating justifications and rationalizations for things. And that's many times why people don't move forward because they think they have an idea what's going on, but in rationale, their, their unconscious is the source. So I let it do the talking. I let their unconscious mind guide us. And the one memory that we found with her that made an enormous difference in her being able to leave the house and everything was uh, she was a little girl and her, she was on vacation with her mother and her mother was very frustrated with her, very frustrated with the, the, just the day. And she was in the back seat, uh, three years old, crying and screaming. And she said, if you scream one more time, I'm going to drop you off the side of the car. And of course, they do a little bit more driving. She starts crying again. The mother stops, takes her out of the car, drives off, turns around and comes back and picks her up and then takes her on. Now, of course, she didn't leave her there, but to a three-year-old, that was a traumatic overwhelm and her conscious mind had no idea that that was actually the culprit behind it. So we went back to that three-year-old memory, actually um, changed, provide the missing frequencies, did the safety lessons and got it to where our unconscious mind was basically completely unaware that it ever happened. Okay, we resolved that memory. And right after that, within a week, she was able to get in her car, leave, go to the mall, go to the store. And there was times she even wrote us an email and said, it's just hard to believe I'm at the store and I'm not panicked at all. So it, that, that took about six weeks and she was probably the most severe case I've had. I had a, a case last week where a woman has not had a healthy bowel movement in 20 years. And it took one session for her to go from uh, 15 bowel movements a day to one. So, and again, it related to something that happened as a child. Um, so again, 97% of the cases, when we ask what's the very source, what's the very circumstance, what's the very situation that your body is telling us is responsible for this chronic illness, almost without exception, it goes back to something in childhood. It, it, you know, it's, it's amazing, you know, and just releasing the bowels and letting go, right? On that spiritual representation, the bowels represent letting go. Can you release? Can you let that go? Then, you know, right. and then, of course, it gets into toxins and, and, and everything that's backed up and maybe sepsis. And it's, it's you know, to some people, it's hard to talk about. To, but to me, it's just like, you know, having certain physical ailments that I've had all my life and living in that. And the, and the reason I... I, I I, I share this is because I, I want people to learn that it's okay to talk about these. You know, you, you don't, you don't want to share that when somebody asks you, hey, how you doing, <laughs> right? Those, are, those aren't things that we say, you right. know, one-to-one. Um, -one. But when you're talking in deeper conversation or where you're talking with a coach or you're talking definitely with a doctor um, and, and saying, hey, you know what, I have these issues because all these physical ailments you know, that are, that have manifested happened somewhere and our subconscious is trying to block it. Sometimes we forget that it happens because our subconscious is trying to buffer and save us. But it, it's always amazing to me how we live in our head. We're in this, we're spiritual beings in our meat suits on this planet, having an experience in so much of that is 2020, right? Without getting political, without getting too far, it's really about to me, and, and I know many of our, uh, much of our audiences, it's, it's really about going inside, going within, 
and really seeing that, hey, I didn't live my best life. I'm not living in my purpose. I'm not healthy. I'm not happy. I'm not feeling emotions. And when we don't feel that, that manifests into the depression, the bitterness, the anger, and, and into part of our bodies. And, and starting to see that every day to be able to see, okay, this is how these people got here. And that's where I started was um, back in, you know, law enforcement and security to watching people, the misery that they had at that chaotic moment and how to stop. It was backtracking and saying, how do I stop people from getting into that chaos? Well, we can stop that trigger. We can stop that activation by healing at our deepest level and understanding what the skeletons in our closet are. And that represents so well today because it's the 18th in December and it's a full moon and a full moon absolutely represents mm -hmm. release and letting go. You know, it's, it's the water, it's the energy and it's releasing and, and talking about being able to release and using your voice. And that's what this podcast is about. And that's what many podcasts are about, right? Whether you're speaking, you're an author or, or your, your, your uh, doctor helping clients. It's really about them voicing that problem and realizing that I don't have to live in this victimhood anymore. You know, even talking about past lives or the lives of today or the Akashic records, it's always about the imprint of the tragedy that we hold on to right now. It's like a prize. You know, I wore anger like my shield. I wore it outside my body. It was my shield that shielded me, but it was so, it manifested so many different diseases. And, and you know, let's heal people. It's, it's time to let it go. We don't need to hold on to it anymore. You know, it's not a prize. <laughs> it's not, right. I'm, I'm angrier than you, right? right? Everybody's triggered. Um, you know, and I, I, we have to hold on to that anger. It, it's not your driver. If it is your driver, find out why it's your driver and lead into that. Let me ask you though, you know, you know, when we talk about shadow work and, 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 and traumas and change and, and the resilience, how did you start this? Where, what started this for you? Because this gets really deep on, on working with people. Uh, to changing and 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 to working with their their shadow or their trauma or their tragedy and being able to just let it go and release it and not take it home, what what drove you to this? Um, well, I I actually didn't choose this work, and you probably understand this all too well. It it chose me. Um, I like I said, I worked in functional medicine for the last ten years, where we um, tried to look closer at root causes of why people had chronic illnesses, uh, running more advanced lab tests and using nutrition and using herbs and um, several people with Lyme and, and things like that. And what we noticed in our clinic was a, a pattern, an inescapable pattern that kept emerging around 80% of our clients maybe even more, 85%, uh, unintentionally, unwillingly, and unconsciously sabotage their results in, um, in about a year's time. Or they would have another element come. You, you clear the Lyme and they come back with Epstein-Barr. Or you get rid of the depression, they come back and they're full of uh, anger or something else. And I found this to be very common with my colleagues and also in 
people that I know that are in the fitness industry that work with people that are trying to get in good shape and work out. Majority of them go back to eating, um, you know, less than ideal healthy foods. They go back to gaining weight. They go back to doing um, whatever it is that got them in trouble. And this really started my search of why, what is the deal? Why do people tend to uh, go back and their results? And what I found was I started really exploring memories and I started exploring what's called our identity. And our identity, if you look at quantum physics, we have this cosmic internet of possibilities around us. And this, this is basically a series of quantum fields of possibilities and probabilities that are just waiting to manifest into physical form. And it's similar to the internet on a computer screen. What shows up on that screen is what part of the internet you access. And when it comes to a person, what they can access as far as a possibility or a probability of healing from an illness, uh, having a healthy weight, um, you know, perhaps even having a prosperous life, obtaining happiness and well-being, all those possibilities for that person to access those in this cosmic internet depends on their identity and their identity determines the bandwidth of possibilities that they can access if it's a large bandwidth or a small one. So the identity, the building blocks of our identity that determine how big this bandwidth is are formed at zero to six. So that's where I found that everything starts. And when we go back and change a person's identity, and again, most of the time, they don't even have to know. Most of the time, I would say a majority of the traumas that I help clear out with people, they don't even know what they are. They just know they're carrying something in their body. And it's a holographic memory, and we can just easily get rid of that. Some of the deeper ones that are from childhood, we do have to revisit those. Uh, I don't use like hypnosis or EMDR. I've explored all of these different methods for that. And this is something completely different than those. Um, but I do take them back to that early memory. And we actually um, change the identity to where instead of a person that feels unlovable, now they easily feel lovable. A person that um, doesn't feel like they're enough or good enough or money's hard to come by or um, you're going to get sick because it's genetic, whatever it is, and, or you're going to be an alcoholic because your dad was an alcoholic, whatever was formed in that early identity, we go back and change that. And that instantly accesses a tremendous amount more of um, quantum fields, possibilities and probabilities for that person. And the rest of their life completely uh, changes. And it's their autopilot, their unconscious mind now that's running the show is on a completely different level of functioning. Um, so it's, it's, it's very powerful. You know, that it, that is, that is powerful, right? You know, changing the mind, the mindset, changing who you are and kind of reprogramming it, right? We're, we're starting to see um, the connection uh, with the quantum physics, with doctors, with nutritionists, with holistic people and mindset.
you know, coming into that self-leadership and, and changing the mindset so we can be in awareness and, and be absolutely stable in our environment in the sense that we find the harmony and the balance. Uh, and, and that mindset has changed, is, is so much change and getting out of that environment. And, and even though you say you, you have to revisit it, you don't have to stay in it. Right, you have to revisit that moment or that time right. or that situation. You don't have to stay with that energy at all time. You can release that and and letting it go. And that's that's important. It's so much different than sitting on the couch and talking to the psychologist um, when they're asking you how your day went. You know, well, let me tell you. Um, you know, it's everybody else's fault but mine. Uh, but you know, right? Um, and 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 just sharing that and and the change, the reprogramming. If we are in that holographic universe, why not use that holographic imprint to to change and reprogram, and 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 to have it you know change the database because our minds, our, our DNA at, at that cellular level, has the ability to be programmed and changed, and and as we start to to do right. that, we can we can we can grow into something else, and 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 our new cells as as they redevelop can can have that new program. Uh, in there, and and we will start to change it at a, at a cellular level and go forward and grow, um, and 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 we can change that and changing us, uh, having a great and successful life, having a new life. I mean, it's just it's just phenomenal, and I I I, I um, thank you so much for sharing that because it is so important um, to find that that we can share this together. Uh, whether it's mindset, energy, or in, in, a, in a, the, the, um, the medical field and, and changing that and being a, a, a support system for the growth um, to change. We desperately need it. Thank you so much. And if there's anything else, because I, you know, I could sit here and, and, and talk to you for, for hours um, because I'm sure you have so much information, could you leave people with just a nugget right now? Um, with the audience with a little bit of a nugget to take forward on, on maybe uh, changing, uh, transforming right now and moving towards that transformation. Sure. Okay. So um, the biggest thing I know, and I'll try to wrap this up, but this will be well worth it if, you're, if, you, if you get the whole piece. Um, our conscious mind isn't who we are. Okay, so our conscious mind actually will um, lie to us because every, every conscious thought we have has already been massaged and modified and skewed and ran through thousands and thousands of filters that were formed by the time we were six years old. So by the time a child is seven years old, they've already learned half of what they'll know the rest of their life. So understand your conscious mind will tell you things that aren't true. Now, where this really starts to become liberating is when you have an emotional shift. And this is fairly new information. Um, whenever you have a, an emotional shift, let's say anger or uh, sadness or something like depression, you could be having a great day. Everything's going smooth. And all of a sudden, you feel just this burst of sadness. When that happens, understand that your mind, when you have an emotional shift like that, your, your emotions become like little life forms. They take on a life of their own, um, like little organisms. And like any organism, 
they're going to immediately shift those filters. And this will determine what you pay attention to and what thoughts you think. So if you have a burst of anger, let's say, understand that now your conscious mind is under control of this emotional organism of anger. And you're only going to look for things to keep that anger alive below your awareness without your permission, without your consent, without you even being aware of this taking place. And this is why sometimes if you get angry, you'll notice that more thoughts just seem to come out of nowhere to re-trigger that anger and keep that anger alive. So where the liberation comes is to know when you have an emotional shift, your mind will start to lie to you to keep that emotion alive. Now, the trick is the to keep, because it works with any emotion. It, it works with joy. It works with depression. So the trick is when you notice that you have that and it's an unwanted emotion, just recognize consciously that your mind is lying to you to keep that emotion alive. And you can almost feel it begin to dwindle and lose its power in a very little short time that emotion has faded. Um, an example of this for real life, if some people want to see a real life example, is if you've ever had an argument with someone. I'm sure most people would agree they've had an argument with a loved one or a spouse or a partner, a friend, and you might notice that you have this angry um, hash out, this argument with someone, and then you resolve things. But for the next few minutes, maybe the next half hour or so, you notice that everything that person does seems to just kind of take you off a little bit. Uh, they're doing something they've always done perhaps, but now it's annoying you. That's an example of how your mind will lie to you to keep these emotions alive. And they'll literally change what you pay attention to without your awareness. So what you want to do is just recognize, hey, my mind is lying to me to keep this emotion alive. And in a very short time, it's almost like you get your power back and you feel that emotion starting to fade away. Does that make sense? You know, it absolutely did. Sorry about that. We got, we, we went over a little bit, but thank you so much um, for being part of this and you know, for for being here and sharing this with the 360 Wisdom Speaks audience. It's it's so amazing. And and Dr. Gabe Roberts, all your information will be below and, and the audience will be able to find you because this is very empowering and 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 to have you here today to speak with this uh, with us today. And thank you so much.